Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Hey, what's going on? It's Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions right now. I'm talking with a band via Zoom from all different locations here in the Northwest and probably in King County or Pierce County. I don't know. We'll find out. The band is Kiss the Gunner's Daughter. We're going to be playing a brand new single from them called Goodbye. Uh, but before we get into it, um, let's go around the room, uh, the virtual Zoom room. Let's start with you, Christian. Uh, your name and what you do with Kiss the Gunner's Daughter. Uh, Christian Tonneson. I, I play guitar, rhythm, and lead. And whoever wants to jump in. I'll go next. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly Murphy. I play drums. Sean Ingalls, I sing a bit. Nice. We got technical difficulties with our other two gentlemen. Okay. No, no, man. This is Nick. Uh, I, play, I play bass. I was just being a gentleman and letting Josh go, dude. I saw his face. I was like. <laughs> and last but not least, be Josh Perry. Josh Perry. Uh, yeah, I'm Josh Perry, and I, I play guitar um, and, and sing a little bit. Uh, when when harmonies are called for awesome well uh, starting with uh, starting back with christian where are you located in right now you were saying was this north bothell or yeah the very edge of bothell mill creek uh just a hop skipping away from everett so yeah it's cold and josh it's cold up here where are you calling in from uh, i'm calling in from my friend mike's house out in kingston yeah, we're uh, we're we're having a, uh, a sleepover and watching Aww. watching lots of football. Nice, uh, you know, for the holidays and 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 you know, spend time with friends and family. So uh, normally, I'm in, in in South Seattle though. Okay, uh, Sean, what about you, man? Where are you calling in from? I'm actually calling in from Dallas, Texas. Wow. Okay. What are you doing down there? So I actually moved wow. uh, okay. about a year ago. So that's what's made this uh, writing a, a little unique. We've had to do it all kind of pretty much remotely. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's a lot warmer down here. It's not cold. Nice. All right. Right on. Well, that's a good subject. We'll have to jump into. Uh, Kelly, what about you? Where are you at? I'm in uh, North Bend. Snowy North Bend today. Snowy today, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we got right some on. snow up here. And Nick, what about you? Same thing, uh, snowy North Bend. I literally, I can see Kelly's house from my house. 
Oh, nice. <laughs> so, neighbors. Okay. Yeah, I don't think the neighbors realize what we're into, but uh, yeah. <laughs> the rhythm here. section's got to stay together. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, we're uh, here to talk about the new single and some new music by you guys. Um, so I guess uh, let's jump right into it. Sean, Sean, let's... Uh, Let's uh, ask you, how's the how's the process been of, you know, living in a completely different state, doing vocals for this band that is, you know, an ongoing project and you're, you know, several states away. How's uh, how's everything been going in the last? And, and first off, when did you move? Uh, I moved uh, almost, let's see, a little over a year and two months. Okay. So about October of uh, 2021 or 2020. So, um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a challenge, uh, to say the least. Um, but I'll tell you what technology these days makes it a lot easier. Um, being able to just, the writing process is a little bit, (laughs) you can put it right on there, you know, snap what you want, send it over. Um, so yeah, it was definitely more, uh, it it was unique considering our, our album, I guess, what, 10 years ago, uh, we did actually working together in a, a, um, studio versus the remoteness so but uh you know i think in the end we ended up with three solid uh polished um songs one obviously goodbye yeah. we really went a little bit earlier to called um beyond um with uh our friend george grissom mm-hmm. uh, i don't know if you know if the counterfist um fame but yeah um yeah so george georgie uh, joined us on that and uh it's not really a, how, how should I say, radio worthy. There's a, sure. there's a little uh, explicit in there, but um, nonetheless, we, you know, we're able to collaborate kind of the same way uh, with George and bring it in. So it's been fun, um, but yeah, it's been a bit of a challenge. You throw in some, some um, distance, it, it doesn't make it easy sometimes. And how about who, who else wants to jump in? And now we have from Sean's uh, perspective, you know, how, how was it uh, working on this album or these three songs, you know, um, with with him out in Texas? Was it was it a different uh, and how did you approach it? Well, I just want to say that, you know, Sean had foreknowledge of this uh, long term care tax. That's why he bailed. Ah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, but it was actually really just really serendipitous with kind of what was happening working from home because. Mm-hmm we all started to get some more uh, uh, recording software and we could just record some riffs, send them off. What do you think of this? And from there, it just kind of snowballed. And I give mad props to Sean and Kelly because they were like, we're going to book some studio time. And it's like, Oh, okay. Got to start rehearsing. Yeah. 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 I don't know what serendipitous means, but I will say that uh, uh, during the COVID well, I shouldn't say during COVID, just last year in general, yeah. um, at the beginning of everything, when when there was a lot of uh, uh, uncertainty and, and there was a little bit of fear and all that. So yeah. essentially, like myself and I think all of us, if we weren't working from home, um, we were working and then coming home and then and then and staying home because not only, you know, not only were maybe, you know, you were hesitant to to go out into public, but also there was nothing to do. Everything was closed. So totally. uh, without, without being able to play music or, or I tell people even just, you know, playing an instrument, even if we weren't writing, writing music or, or planning on recording music, just, just going home and being able to have that release and, and, and always have something to do 
uh, at home, creative, you know, yeah. creatively, um, that, yeah, that, that was huge. So I think, uh, I think the timing was right. And we had these, uh, three, well, two out of the three songs, we, we kind of had the ideas, um, almost complete. And it was one of those deals where we just never really, I don't know if we didn't have time or we just, you know, it, it, it the cards or the stars definitely aligned to, uh, to, to finish those, those two songs. And then, then the one idea that, that became, uh, uh, the song with George. So yeah, it worked, it worked out. And I'm really glad that, that we had that release. I laugh. Um, Cause last year was hard for everybody and without, oh, yeah. without that, I don't know. I don't know what, I, you know, it would have been quite depressing. I know exactly yeah, what, uh, held us off by the way. What's that? We kept having children. Ah, there you <laughs> we go. We kept growing, growing the family. So um, that kind of a little bit of. What, a, I do. What? <laughs> yes, Tom, Tom, you do. I was wondering <laughs> who those kids were. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, yeah. true. Though I'll, I'll piggyback on what what sure. Josh said. Also, I think um, we used to play shows, you know, a couple couple times a month, and in a in a little fewer and in, in far between yeah. once the kids started showing up. But just uh, even rehearsal once a week was, was kind of the outlet for, for many years. Yeah. So it was, it was a challenge to, to not have that, that musical outlet for a while. So bouncing ideas back and forth via email, I think we used to do on occasion, but yeah. th- this time around, I think it was just a little more, at least personally, anyway, it was a little more important to actually just, you know, we, we thought there were decent ideas, good songs, let's book studio time. And, and even if we're in there separately recording our own parts one at a time, Let's just see how they turn out. Well, I guess let's get kind of the backstory uh, and, and go back a few years. So you said that the last album was 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Roughly. Oh, yeah. hey, what's up? You got your little kid over there. Hey, yeah, what's exactly. up, buddy? <laughs> hey, nice. All right. So, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, whoever wants to jump in and, and uh, you know, kind of throw in the uh, the uh, if you were, you know, if this were a Marvel movie, the origin story. Let's get the origin story of Kiss the Gunner's Daughter. When you guys joined together, how'd you guys meet? And, uh, you know, maybe an abridged history, if you will. Nikki, you want to take that? Yeah, I mean, um, the bulk of us, have all, well, this whole group has been playing in the Seattle scene for a really long time. Um, it almost seems like we've been playing together longer than we've been apart at this point. Yeah. Um, but uh, the the whole group kind of collaborated when uh, when you were just kind of, playing in our respective bands at the time and just wanting to try some different stuff and, and also keep writing. And um, some of the other members of our group wasn't totally up to or into writing at the time. It was just kind of a bunch of workaholics wanting to kind of keep being creative. And uh, that's kind of when we all started getting together and like getting Sean and Sean and Kelly and Chris and Josh all together. And, and really they, these guys are, they're just kind of a uh, writeaholics. So they're always come Kelly's like always come up with riffs and, and, and uh, obviously, Chris and Josh take like the the ideas from a couple of uh, crash course guitar players and then turn it into like real guitars. So yeah. that's always really cool. But um, when it gets to this point, I mean, man, I don't. I just at this point, it just feels like we've been together for so long. So it's not like this crazy story. Yeah. <laughs> so. And uh, no, no lineup changes or anything. Not since, not for quite a while. We did, nice. we did have um, Aaron Balsley was with us when we first started the first mm-hmm. iteration. I don't know if 
you know, Aaron or not, um, great guitar player. He ended up, I think, moving, I want to say maybe to Utah or something. But yeah. anyways, yeah, he was kind of in the first iteration of it and we playing some tunes and then uh, he moved on and we brought Chris, um, Chris in to, to fill that role um, and haven't looked back since. So um, I'm, maybe I should yeah, be In the, in the beginning, myself. Chris was not ready to commit yet. Yeah. Chris, Chris, was, Chris was in Chris land at that I'm point. Not, I'm not technically in the band. You're, you're still in for Chris Aaron. Is technically not in the band. You're like a 12-year film. Well, Chris, well, Aaron, well, I mean, <laughs> this is a one-guitar band. I just, I, I, I like to... Uh, to drink a little and get sloppy and, and, and show off on stage. So I kind of need somebody to actually play the guitar parts when we do shows. So it, it works out like that. You know, and it's funny though, too, Nick came Stunk up guitar with band player. name. Yeah, he did. And really? I had never heard the term before. And I was like, what? Kiss the who's, huh? So yeah, why don't you fill me in on that? What what it, What is that a reference to? Or is that uh, an old uh, reference well, or, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's kind of it's an old punishment. maritime. Yeah, hmm. it's a punishment, uh, an old maritime punishment, which Kiss the Gunner's Daughter is basically when you're hugging the cannon and getting lashed. But uh, it just kind of stuck with me. I really liked yeah. it. And uh, cool. and you know, you know how hard it is to name a band? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's taken. Just Google. Like, yeah. Just start putting words and names together. And it, it's still, it's it's taken. So, yeah, it was it was good to find a name that we we all agreed on too. So that was cool. Yeah, absolutely. So that was probably harder than, than originally writing songs. Cause in the beginning we had a bunch of ideas that had never been really worked on or, or, or built upon. So, so I, I think that was harder than, you know, coming up with our first set list. So going back to that first set list and that first show, uh, where was it? If you can recall, where was the first show? What was the venue? Um, what was that place called? That was cool. Uh, oh, we played El Corazon. We opened for the King Cat. The King Cat. Oh, yeah, it was El Corazon. Um, we opened. It was. For, yeah, I can't remember the band, but um, yeah, it was first show was El Corazon. King Cat for, Theater uh, was cool. for Helmet. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was it? I think it was Helmet. I think that was Tempered Cast. Was that Tempered Cast? Yeah. Oh, no, there yeah, were, I'm pretty sure there. the King Cat Theater with uh, what's his name from uh, God, Billy Gray was called? mixing, mixing oh, right. audio. Uh, uh, yeah. Travis Brecht. Uh, Travis, yeah. Yeah, they were they Second rocked. Coming. Yeah, he's from Second yes. Coming, but it wasn't, yes. it wasn't kick, the group he was playing with. Hmm. Yeah, that guy's amazing. Even another band I'm trying to remember. Um, the, uh, post modern heroes. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah so killer, we, killer band. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, we've been around the 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 area for quite a while. Played, I guess, many theaters that are no longer. And I think that's yes. The, the that's a, that was a great oh. venue, man. That was a great. Yeah, it was. It was. Great In venue. fact, that's where Josh met his wife. All right. Nice, dude. Memory. Yeah, that's <laughs> sort of. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and then, well, yeah, that might have been Studio Seven, actually, but mm. but yeah, we it, and that's another you know killer venue that is no longer. I miss you know, that, that old I, dirty I, place. I really kind of. Yep. Oh, I think you know, for any band, any rock bands at least that are starting out, 
you know, today or even in the last couple of years, it, you know, some of the really cool venues. And I guess we had that too. If you look back and go, you know, okay, you know, before this latest group of cool venues, there was the Phoenix and the color box and, you know, the places NAF like warehouse. That, that, that have been gone. The no. NAF warehouse. <laughs> You're playing it way back. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um, but you, you, yeah, some of them, you know, that were really friendly to uh, to rock bands that then aren't there anymore, and it's it's you know it's a shame. Studio Seven, especially because they had the rehearsal area as well. Oh yeah, there's still a good handful there. So, there's still a good handful. So, uh, bringing it back to these days, um, you know, what aside from um, aside from your own music, uh, and you know, there's a, been a handful of really really terrible days, you know. Uh, for me personally, at least over the last, you know, 20 some months, as far as, you know, being bummed out or just having a crap day, a lot of times I can just go to music, you know, those, those, those albums that really uh, just bring me back. Um, starting with Nick, uh, let's, let's talk about, you know, what's an album that you can put on your headphones, you know, and can bring you back to a positive place, whether it be, you know, get your aggression out, make you smile, you know, a positive album, uh, anything like that, just an just a, a classic album in your eyes that uh, that brings you back to a good place. Well, I couldn't even be speaking for half the guys in this group, but uh, Seven Dust Animosity is probably one of my all time favorites. Mm. So um, being in the rhythm section, I, I just think that that group is just so solid and uh, yeah. it was just well written. The whole thing top to bottom. Pretty underrated, too, I'd say. Definitely underrated. Oh, for sure. Still very solid. Kelly, what about you, man? What's an album that you can go to when you're having a crappy day? Yeah, for the for the last couple of years, uh, a band that I, I just started listening to quite a bit is, is a band called While She Sleeps. Mm-hmm. And I don't even I couldn't even tell you the the album titles. Sure. But but one of those, I think it was just a couple albums back. I, I was listening to that on repeat. Yeah. You know, right. We uh we moved right after the the pandemic started, mm-hmm. and I just remember listening to that just over and over again, getting a lot of inspiration from from that band. So definitely listening to to more of the heavier stuff nowadays. Right on. And and Christian, what about you? What's an album you can go to when you're having a crappy day? I don't mean to sound disappointing, but I don't really listen to a whole lot of music. But I do kind of have a creative job that I got to get in the zone for. Sure. And I I discovered Synthwave a few years back. Oh yeah, great. Put that stuff. on. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, not full blast, just enough to just yeah. keep me in that zone. That's nice. what I like. Right on, Sean. What about you? What's an album you can go back to? <laughs> not Synthwave. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, actually, I, when we started doing um, in, into the writing, um, the Architects had just released their latest record. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just had that on repeat, man. It was just nice. so symphonic and so big, and just so much emotion in it. Yeah. Um, that was the one that kind of helped, kind of drive me when when there was times where I was like, you know, I don't know if I can do this. You know, just go back and listen to that and be like, you know what? All right, let's go. Let's go uh, hammer it through. So that record, uh, absolutely. Also, the new Beartooth has been yeah. another one that's been on re- repeat for me. So um, those are architects and Beartooth. Two. Nice. Yep. And uh, Nick, uh, sorry, Nick, Josh, you guys switched places on my uh, on my <laughs> Zoom screen. I was like, wait a second. What? Yeah. Josh, what about you, man? Well, you know, I listen to a lot of BTS with my daughter because she likes oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, when we drive together, she picks the playlist. And and some of that I like. But I also like that she's uh, picking up some of the old 80s stuff. 
Cool. And I got to say, uh, you know, a good go-to for me is always journey. Uh, their greatest hits, the yeah. journey greatest. I mean, top to bottom, even if you might not recognize the name of the song, once it kicks in, you're like, Oh, I've heard this song before from yeah. the get go. Cause they're all hits, man. So, exactly. Yeah. There, they were all hits. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Hey, Josh. And Steve Perry, no relate. Well, cousin Steve, crazy singer. Yeah. Hey, Josh. Didn't you at one point have what was a Backstreet Boys stuck in your CD player in your car, and you couldn't actually get it out, so it was just on repeat constantly? Was it Backstreet Boys? I, I, I did. Uh, no, uh, I can't remember what it was, but it was something like that. And I, I, it was yes. <laughs> Back when I had a car that had a CD player. Yeah, man. So you see all <laughs> so these I, all these things behind me, these CDs. I guess can't even put them in a car stereo anymore these days. I literally had to specifically ask my the person installing my car stereo. I was like, all right, I know there's one back there in the warehouse that has an actual CD player in it. Can I get one of those? And he's like, yeah, I think we have one left. We have one. Yeah, <laughs> vintage. yeah it's all thumb drives now. Yeah, it's I got the Bluetooth, uh, the aux, and, uh, and also the CD. It's like for the throwback CD, you know? They're like, yeah. oh, man. Look at this boomer over uh, here. I remember for a CD player. Yeah, and I remember when it was disappointing when they stopped putting tape decks cars because I thought, well, I've got all these tapes. What am I going to do right? with them? Guys, so you guys got the three songs. Is this uh, going to be coming? Uh, are you guys going to uh, plan to record like a full length or are you just going to be doing singles at a time? I think singles is the new world right yeah. now, right? It seems like, to be. That and yeah. just the cost factor, right? Sure. We're yep. indie and right, self-produced. So yep. a lot of it is, you know, <laughs> what we can slough away from our wives without yeah. them figuring there out. There you go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> into the kitty fun. Um, but so, yeah, I think, it, you know, we've, we've had pretty good success. I think these three songs, um, you know, we're pretty proud of. And so, you know, getting these out here and seeing, you know, people's feedback and, it really kind of starts to build you up and says, hey, you know, we can actually do this and maybe this is the right recipe. The other thing that's weird, 10 years ago when we released, everything had to be on a CD, right? Yeah, and you yeah. put in press kits and you did all that. Nowadays, it's like just you just got to be on playlists, yeah. right? Yeah. Talk yeah. to people. So it's yeah. completely different uh, on marketing and such. So single's the way to go. Exactly. Yep. So uh, what, what, what do we got to do to get you back up here in Seattle to get you on a show, Sean? Uh, I'm actually, I come back pretty often. So I think okay. uh, all we have to do is what Kelly typically does is book something. Okay. And then we actually get the panic attack of like, Oh God, we actually have to play cram for the test. Live. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Nice. So, uh, so Kelly, there's, there it is. We just got to book a show, buddy. All right. Let's get a kiss. The gunner's daughter show in 2022. I like it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'll, you know, I'll have to check my schedule since I play with a blues band now as well. So. Oh, all right. All right. Maybe maybe you can double book it and, and one of your bands can open for the other one. There you go. Hey, that wouldn't be the first time I've done that. You get double the pay. That's right. Wait, we get double the drink tickets or something? You get $10 as opposed to five. Four drink tickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get ten dollars woo double the price all right guys so we're gonna jump into the song now it's called uh goodbye is there any uh what's the best way for people to support you guys um you know it's 
things are up in the air with, with shows here and there, you know, and, and hopefully in 2022, you guys can, we can see you guys play, but um, without, you know, being able to go out and see you guys, uh, how, how do we support you guys? What's the best way uh, that you would suggest to uh, support kiss the gunner's daughter? Just add us to a playlist. That's, that's the yeah. way nowadays. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, throw it down, listen to the song, share it, uh, like it, love it, pass it on. Right. I think that's the, the biggest thing that we need is just exposure. Right. And yeah. not paying the millions of dollars it takes to whatever, put it over the airwaves and such. So um, just the organic truth. That's, that's all we're looking for. I like it. So uh, anything uh, you want to say about this song? Goodbye. Anyone? Chris. Chris I just, it one. starts with the riff and it snowballs from there. You know, he's really proud excited. Of his, yeah. His guitar solo. Nice. <laughs> well, I will say um, we we worked with uh, Brian Lash, who did uh, production on this, as well as um, uh, who was it, Brett? Brent DeRocher. Yeah, DeRocher. That's right. Um, but that they did a really good job uh, awesome. getting the best out of us on this. And uh, the song, you know, it's it may seem a little bit dark, at least lyrically and such. But mm-hmm. the, the goal actually. My feeling in it was, you know, you've got to be able to say goodbye to some of the parts of your past to be able to move forward. Uh, kind of what we're looking for in 2020 on to 2021 and 2022. So um, that's it. I mean, I hope you guys like it. Right on, guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, and again, it's Kiss the Gunner's Daughter with the new single, Goodbye. It's Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.